Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Produced by Allmont Global and brought to you by JetX. Upgrade to a class above first and enjoy the freedom of travel with JetX, a global leader in private aviation inspired by luxury beyond compare. Wherever you wish to fly, JetX can take you there in utmost safety, comfort and style at your own schedule and pace. Whether on business or leisure, the world is yours to enjoy with JetX. We all know that no hospitality product works without the people who make it a very special performance, a very special occasion. Lots of memories, lots of experiences. Regardless of technology, it is service that makes the difference. And I am chatting today with my good friend, Matthew Upchurch, Chairman and CEO of Virtuoso, specifically about service. Matthew, what is good service to you? Good service to me is the incredible intersection between feeling seen and cared for and being efficient and effective. And can it be done on the spur of the moment? Or is it something that needs lots of training, do you think? I think it's both. Uh, I think, again, I, like a lot of things in life, it's, an, it's that interesting balance between those things. So I think that you need some training for the technical things to be aware, to be understanding. But that which comes out innately is what really is felt by human beings and because it's genuine it's it's you know it's on the spur of the moment it's it's based on the interaction between two human beings um, and I think that's it's a great combination of, of the two. Now, okay, interaction. That means that somebody's doing the service and the other person is receiving the service. You're somebody who actually knows how to give and how to receive. Isn't it more difficult when people are trying to do a good serving job and the recipient is not at ease with themselves? How can we train? How can we train the customer? Mm. Well, actually, our job in service is actually to have the awareness, both our self-awareness and situational awareness, um, to basically be able to go with the feeling of that. You, the, the ability to be intuitive about how that customer is feeling, how your interactions are are landing, right? Um, and then to make those little incremental pieces, you know, by the way, it starts with one very, very important thing, listening. <laughs> I mean, it's like listening and then listening not just to the words, <clears throat> but to the intonations and to the body language. Um, you know, when I think about people that I admire in business, one of the things I've heard consistently is, I wish I'd have spent more time learning about psychology. Yes, and 
Psychology is so allied to body language, emotional intelligence. One of the myriad of super exciting things I've learned here at Virtuoso Travel Week 2022 was talking to the director of Los Cabos uh, Tourism. And And there they're training seamless arrival from the airport Mm -hmm. right through the hotel stay. Mm -hmm. And they're bringing in outside restaurants, they're training the local bus Mm -hmm. drivers, and they are also training the customer, as you know, in that they have a 10 points, well, they call it 10 rules yeah. for the customers. But you know, Mary, that's a really, uh, I love you sharing that because lately, you know, I, I have, I sometimes struggle with the word luxury <laughs> because it can <laughs> so be very misunderstood. Well, b- because it was Tom Ford who said, yeah. don't use, don't use luxury after he saw luxury frozen chickens right. in his supermarket. Can you, Im- the- can you imagine him yeah. buying a I luxury know. But luxury to me, I've kind of evolved in the feeling that at least in travel, luxury to me is the how did you make me feel business. Mm. And so now I want to come back to the same thing we're talking about intersection because of your story about Los Cabos. One of the fundamental problems with service is the person delivering the service. We as an industry and we as entrepreneurs and businesses need to figure out that there's two variations of it. One is servitude, Mm. and the other one is service as in, this is something that makes me, that that is a a, a career, it's theater, entertainment. And in fact, when we had had, um, Prince Edward address us at the Apollo Theater when we had our Mm -hmm. London is Back event, and we were in the theater, we've been talking about the problem that we have with regards to people feeling that it's demeaning to serve, whatever. And in some cultures, like Mexico, whatever, there's this natural piece of, it's an honorable profession. And part of it is we need, we need to actually figure out how to, better, how to better present that it really is like theater. Because if you think about being an actor or the theater, whatever, what are you doing? You're creating a moment in time that goes away that made people feel a certain way. Well, that's what we're doing when we're traveling. So whether I'm your server in a restaurant, whether I'm the bellman taking you up to the room, it's theater, it's entertainment, it's how do I, how do I make you feel? And I think that those businesses that really focus, I'm involved with a, a friend of mine in the UK uh, who has actually developed this thing called the engagement multiplier, and it's about employment engagement about how to really involve your employees into feeling a part of the creation of what we do. And we use it in our company. But after I spent some time with them, I said, here I've been doing this for 34 years, 36 years of my life. And the quote I have on his website is, imagine if the people that are creating, that are delivering the experiences could be as fulfilled as those having the experiences. And I think there's gonna be a really big separation in the industry between those businesses that actually make that happen where the where the, the people delivering the experience are as fulfilled 
as the people that may, you know having the experiences. It needs a complete change of, of thought 100%. from a very small age. Right. Giving a child a present, the child doesn't really appreciate that um, the person giving the present has just as much pleasure in seeing the child's face. And yet there are children who give their toys away to their friends for Christmas. And that is actually the pleasure of giving. Mm -hmm. How can we capitalize on this? How can we bring it into mainstream? Well, part of it is, I think part of it is by sharing, you know, by sharing the success stories of how this is done well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all... You know, we've all benefited from mentorship. We've all benefited from seeing positive patterns. Um, and I think if we do a better job of that, and then, yeah, and you know, the other reason I want, to, I want, I, I, I'd like to see more of that is because it's going to put pressure on those people that aren't good employers, that mm -hmm. don't focus on the creation of an environment that enhances the people delivering the experiences to, to the customer. One challenge, and I know we said that we were not going to talk about hotels, but if we do look at hotels, the people who are the customer-facing uh, uh, people, they are led by a general manager, managing director, mm -hmm. who is being torn in all directions. That person has to kowtow to asset managers and owners <laughs> and his, his or her own a revenue management and probably might have irate outside suppliers and buyers going after that person non-stop and it has no time to lead his flock yeah that's a real problem and again what I'll say is I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a real um, pulling away in profitability in you know, a, a lot of different metrics for those businesses where they get that right, where they get it right. Um, and you're going to see commoditization pressures on those that don't get it right. So, um, and, and by the way, we, we, we already see that, you know, you see that in repeat factors, you see it in all that other stuff. But that is a fundamental problem in hospitality is that you have different kind of owners end up, you know, causing some issues around because they have short-term thinking. Um, and uh, it's one of the reasons that, that we don't accept entire chains of hotels. We pick them one at a time. The bigger the chain, the more challenging it is for that group to bring in emotional intelligence. And sometimes they do do it. Mm -hmm. But there can't be consistency when you've got yeah. a lot of different well, One of the pieces of advice I've been giving leaders in hospitality is, and just in general, is, um, you know, the, you know, I remember the days of the Imperial GM, you know. Mm -hmm. they, they came out for head of states and a few celebrities, but really they were the, I've been in this long enough that, you know, at least here at Virtuoso, the hotels that do the best with our network are where the GM is that personality. Is I mean, they are they bring heart, right? And I can literally sit here and name you, not the hotel, but the person, the, the GM's oh, yeah. name, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, and right? When that, over and over and over. And that GM can move somewhere else, 
But I've also said to, said to some of the hotel, particularly some of the bigger ones, I said, look, if you need a GM that has left brain, you know, analytical, rational type duties, um, it's very hard to find someone that's really good at both left brain and right brain, right? The, the right brain is the creative, the relationship based, the, the, all that. And then the other is the left brain is the more rational and uh, analytical part. You've got, I feel that the modern structure should be that I don't care how beautiful any property is or whatever, because it just keeps getting wrenched up. You should have some a leader that is that client-facing and employee-inspiring person. And if that person doesn't have doesn't have those left brain skills, then hire somebody in the back of the office that they you know what I mean. In other words, do that. Um, because to me, you can really feel that. Uh, you know, I, I will actually use one example. Here we are at the Bellagio, right? Well, Alan Firstman, who I'm a huge, huge fan of. Me too. Right? Was the opening president of the Bellagio. I remember him sitting us in Beverly Hills. Of course, he went on to build Montage and whatever. And you always knew when you arrived at an Alan Firstman managed property. I remember before he did Bellagio, he was the GM of the Phoenician. You know something's pretty cool going on when your bellman, between the time you go from the lobby to your room, has told you three things about how wonderful his GM is. That certainly is. So that's leadership. Exactly. And one of the things I'm finding traveling around the States now is the younger the crew, actually, the more comfortable they seem within themselves when it comes to giving service. Mm -hmm. I think they are more likely to confuse the fact that they're working in whatever, whether it's a hotel, a restaurant, or a tour desk, with actually performing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing some of these uh, youngsters generally wearing their own clothes and their own jewelry and having fun. Mm -hmm. So I think fun comes in, well, because if they're not having fun, then why are they bothering being exactly. servers? And I was, I was meeting with uh, Milton, who's the VP of Operations of One Hotels for mm. SH, and he said something really interesting. You know, we've all heard of the Great Resignation, mm. and hospitality lost a lot of people. But he said, we're starting to see... He said, we may start to see the great, uh, you know, the, 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 the great comeback because there are a number of people who, who really are fulfilled through human interaction and human connection that went and worked at a bank or a real estate thing or whatever. And it's just like, this is pretty boring. <laughs> and they're coming back and, 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 they're, and, they're, uh, uh, and, and there's something about the fulfillment part of that. Well, particularly his group appeals to today's human beings with a conscience mm -hmm. because one hotel specifically brings nature yep. and e and the whole ESG yep. into the experience. Right. And it's much easier, therefore, to relate to performing right. in such an environment right. rather than being surrounded by marble, right. which is all very well. Can we go back finally to if you were in charge of, let's say, a tourist board anywhere in the world, mm. we started talking about one destination that is helping with service throughout mm -hmm. an entire stay. 
What would you add in to the service aspect of a destination? <sighs> I think I would. By the way, I am impressed with, and we've worked with Los Cabos for a long time, and I do think that there's a number of things that I would do. Uh, aside from the service, I think one of the things that's really important is destinations. You know, when we were talking about over-tourism, which is starting to mm -hmm. come back, um, one of the things that I think that destinations have to be very aware of is what is their own self-determination of what they want and they don't want, right? Um, and if we visit somewhere, we are visitors. We should not just be able to do whatever the heck we want to do, however we want to do it, right? So I think there should be some, like for example, you know, there is a, an opportunity to manage the flow into places like Venice, right? Where there ought to be some ground rules, like, right? You know? Um, but on the service side, I think there's a combination of, um, well, I think the first piece is getting people to understand that service, first of all, is economically from a lifestyle perspective, right? It's the largest industry in the world. And understanding the, the, the fact that serving is this kind of honorable business. Well, Matthew, what can I say? You are a hero and you have thoughts on so many things. And I have learned a lot from you about service. I think we all have. Well, next episode, I'm chatting to another creative genius, Yang Gard, who is starting a new company, the Embassies, sometimes called the Embassies of Good Living. He's signed up with Porsche, the cars, not the person, as partner in this, and he's got a very exciting story to tell. See you next episode. You've been listening to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, produced by Allmont Global in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide and the ShareCare Health Security Verification Solution, and brought to you by Jetex. Wherever in the world you need to travel, Jetex offers expert solutions and guidance to make seamless global connectivity possible, even in the most challenging times. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.